Today on The Good Word, we're talking about growing plants from odd places and growing closer to being like God. The story is told of long ago and far away when a new emperor took over an old kingdom. Many of the advisors left behind by his predecessor encouraged him to show force and stress the importance of playing games of trickery with his subjects and the neighboring countries. But the emperor tried to see things as they really were. He wasn't interested in playing politics, so he devised a test to thin out this host of clamoring voices in his court. He gave each of those in his court a seed planted in a pot, and he told them to return to the palace in three months with whatever sprang from the seed. When these would-be advisors returned after the allotted time, their pots were overflowing with beautiful flowers, delicious fruit, and delicately trimmed trees. The emperor inspected each pot with a polite smile, but then turned away anyone who had any vegetation at all in their pot. The handful of advisors who had returned with empty pots asked for an explanation for this trial they'd taken part in. I was looking for truth, said the emperor, and you can't grow anything from pebbles. Then he winked. Congratulations on your new positions in court. Certain laws of nature are impossible to break. You can't get gold from lead. Plants grow from seeds, not from pebbles. And there's no way you can talk your way out of the fundamentals of nature. In Alma chapter 41 in the Book of Mormon, it explains why happiness can never be found in its opposite. The prophet Alma explains this to his son, why it's important to obey God's laws if your goal is joy. Do not suppose, because it has been spoken concerning restoration, that ye shall be restored from sin to happiness. Behold, I say unto you, wickedness never was happiness. And now, my son, all men that are in a state of nature, or, I would say, in a carnal state, are in the gall of bitterness and the bonds of iniquity. They are without God in the world, and they have gone contrary to the nature of God. Therefore, they are in a state contrary to the nature of happiness. Now behold, is the meaning of the word restoration to take a thing of a natural state and place it in an unnatural state, or place it in a state opposite to its nature? The resurrection is a great miracle, which will restore the dead to life, but you can't restore something back to a state it was never in. It's a relief to know we'll be the same person on the other side of the veil, That includes our desires and our habits for righteousness. Revelations chapter 2 in the New Testament puts it very simply when describing the results of the resurrection in relation to what was done in this life. He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. And he which is filthy, let him be filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I come quickly and my reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. Rather than listening to flattering words, the emperor in the story was concerned with getting to the truth of what surrounded him. Our goal as we move through this world filled with many different voices should be similar. We find ultimate truth when we follow God's plan and listen to his knowledge of right and wrong. We won't get it perfect every single time, but when we plant God's Word in our hearts and let it flourish, we're certain to grow something good. And that's the good word.